Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Well, these are awkward headphones over here. Try to, try That's to what I wore last week, up. I think. Is it? Well, yeah, because I forgot mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a little... They're strange. Weird. It feels they, weird. They're, they they're, mis- they're misshapen. Yeah. They're misshapen. Yeah, they work, but, you know. Well, they work like one ear works, right? Uh, test, testing, testing. No, they both work. Oh, wow. I don't know if maybe it's That's an upset. If there's not, if they're not completely broken, the other headphones in here generally only have one ear that yeah. works. Yeah, that's usually a thing. So you have to, and then an Odyssey station, and then sometimes, sometimes the the headphones have the nerve to not work at all. So you have to hold the wire just so of the headphones just to make sure. And sometimes you see me with my head tilted left or right, and you might think I'm really deep in conversation. Yeah, the like truth you, is, uh, I really I'm was hoping to, you were interested yeah, in what I was saying. I'm, but okay. I'm very much interested, but I'm also trying to hear what you're saying sometimes. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep holding my head this way. That's why Suk will put one headphone off his ear so he can hear with a real ear. I well. thought Suk, and for, for you know what, I would come in sometimes and, you know, see you or swag or, you know, something. And I would always, you know, see sometimes Suk just had one. I was like, that's really, look at Suk with the LL Cool J one pant leg up <laughs> thing, like innovating on radio, you know, so... But yeah, find out. Yeah, oh, all these headphones just suck, and so that's. Oh, I mean, I have nice headphones, but even they with the adapters will sometimes you need to like spin the adapter to yeah. have it at all. Have work. it just so, otherwise it will not work. Because things here still don't just take headphone plugs. You need adapters for them. Yes, so. mine still takes my my side. I'm not sure about yours. No, my talent station does not. Your your talent station is way fancier in that regard. It's much nicer. I have like here. eight more buttons. Though. You know, yeah. with Odyssey trying to become one of the leaders in audio entertainment, we really need to go full bore tech company and just invest billions of dollars into our stations, our infrastructure, and just make things nice and just pay. Top dollar for headphones. Maybe just hundreds of dollars for now. No. <laughs> we got to start somewhere, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, just, I mean, look. Yeah, it's just a hundred dollars. Maybe invest in your employees, too. Yeah. Uh-oh. Put, put Mike, billions of dollars in the employees. calm down. All right. <laughs> um, it would anyway. be cool to come in and have, like, all the bells and whistles and everything. And mind you, I 
they all look like shiny bells and whistles to me because I don't use the board or anything like that. But well, the board's nice. Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying, but like just in here I mean, and things like that, like that. Three of be... our faders glitch out and look like hieroglyphics, but don't worry about it. I mean, it is much better than still works. The and last one. Yes, the last one was like 35 years old <laughs> and had just like crumbs and hair and dust all over. And it. also, I think it's just us two. I'm sure that one also has some crumbs and hair. In due time, you in know, time. I, you know, typically when you know Lynch is gone and I'm, you know, I'll have someone in from the community or someone in to come and you guys have people you know come in on the show not all the time but enough to where you know if they're not a celebrity when they, they come into the studio i mean when you when you do you know and, <laughs> but if they're not a celebrity you know and they're not used to doing radio interviews or anything like that most people are generally like wow this is so this is so cool it's got a microphone in front of me this has a this has a button and a light I'm like oh man this is awesome it's like okay calm calm down man it's you know it's cool and we're like yeah i mean it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a radio yeah, station. I've been know? here for 10 years. I, I understand at this point. Yeah. But I do remember my first initial day, and it was kind of like, oh, man. Oh. Look, look at this microphone. I only saw these on TV. Look at how fancy yeah. this all is. And meanwhile, we're like, fancy. Yeah. It was like 30 years old. Yeah. That's what, that's what you think when you know. So, but when you are here every day, it's like, oh, look at this. Look at this crappy mic. Look at this. Look at the, what is, what's wrong with this? Like, <laughs> Why won't yeah. this stand yeah. still what for is me? This? The microphone that Joe is using doesn't so, go anywhere but one level anymore. You can't push it up. It'll fall right back down. And uh, you know what? We find that annoying. First timers would be like, oh, there's a microphone in front of me. But hey, <laughs> but hey, it works. Look at how long this microphone arm is. And that lets you know, like, it's not always about the, you know, the stuff. It's the personality that makes it happen. And sure. And makes it happen. That's well, Rashad, awesome. welcome Fighting back. Stuff. Man, good to be back, man. How are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling, you know, the, you want to hear something crazy? I was just telling Joe this. I was never really feeling bad. Okay. You know? like well, You said was, you had like a stuffy nose, right? A stuffy nose, but that doesn't really necessarily mean bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can function well. In most cases, up until the last two years, we're still going to work with a stuffy nose. You're still, you know, working through certain things because it's, you know, it's not really that bad. Yeah. You know, but... It felt like spreading a, your cold all over the place. Right. But I mean, we didn't we weren't thinking about that, which is weird that we weren't really thinking <laughs> right? as much about those things. You know, like we it didn't, really it didn't even matter. It was it's, like, yeah, I got a stuffy nose. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, oh, man, stay away. You know, what other, I mean? other people but, could get sick, I guess. Yeah. But it was it, it was just it felt like a just a really annoying cold. The most annoying part is I couldn't go anywhere and couldn't have any company or anything like that. So the isolation aspect, uh, yeah. that part, you know, will really It'll drive some people crazy, you know, but for the most part, like, (laughs) oh, my girlfriend, my girlfriend was crazy. Was she? she, So it was, it was 12 days for her of isolation. Um, She got it last Monday. Right. And tested negative this Thursday. Okay. And she was in her house the entire time. She didn't leave, obviously. And her kids were picked up by dad in the middle of the week. So she was alone for like half of that time. And she, I, I was able to go see her because she tested negative, and she was like, I think I was going a little bit insane. Like, she's like, I've just, I've been three places for the last two weeks. That chair for work, this couch, and my bed. That's all, that's all I've been for 12 straight days. And I was like, sounds kind of relaxing. She's like, no. It's, it is not It relaxing. was awful. I was just telling Joe, he was like, oh, let's catch up on some, you know, some binge watch some shows and play the game. I was like, no, you won't. Like four the, days after like, that, you're like, yeah, the, oh, okay. The, after the first day, because, you know, usually when, just think of your laziest day. Right. And you might just hang out all day and then fall asleep 
maybe go to the store, do something. Yeah, pick up some you food. Know, yeah, you know what I mean? Something Snack like on that. it throughout the day. Yeah, there's none of that. There's none of the leave and go to the store for a bit and you're ordering food, which is annoying too and stuff like that, hoping people can drop you off groceries at your door and, and things like that. Like it's a it's an annoying process and more then you than you order groceries and you're like yes. hey i need a you know two pounds of chicken breast and they say oh we don't have that so we're going to get you a bottle of lysol spray instead it's like yeah. no that's that's not it at all yeah. what are you doing uh, it's, it, and that's has that happened to you <laughs> there's yes, been stories it, it of people doing those grocery uh, shopping trips like and they replace the it with something not even close <laughs> exactly. i mean sometimes like how did you get this wrong there's a 15 pound bag of i am's dog food <laughs> yeah, so. you'll be fine so yeah it's so uh, you, uh, trying to depend num, num, on, num. And, and, and even friends, not even just maybe delivery services, but even like friends. And obviously everyone means Mel and wants to help, but sometimes things are, you know, forgotten. And you feel like a jerk by going, oh, bro, you kind of, I, I, I forgot, you forgot the Lysol, you know. And so could you, would you mind going, there's none of that. Well, you can't do that again. No, there's none of that. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just a really annoying, boring time of not doing a whole whole bunch yeah that's that's a a part that not a lot of people talk about because everyone's worried about how sick you are and if you're feeling better and you sound like you got it pretty mild which is good um but like yeah you're isolated that sucks nothing to do it, it absolutely sucks and then on top of that my my son uh was there at first this is before i knew i was sick or anything like that and so he was in his own room and if you have kids like at at first you think oh i'm just gonna be able but man it's not cool when you're not able to take care of your of your little ones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not cool when you're not able to see your girl or your guy or, you know, whatever for as long as as that. Like, they can't even come around. And when they do, you got to stand, like, 20 feet away from mask each other. On. Just the mask on just to make sure that you guys are safe. So it was a real I, – I understand how it can be a really um, crappy, crappy, crappy process for a lot of people. So hopefully, I mean – don't want to get vaccinated all good just do what you do what you do to keep yourself safe man keep the mask on around people anyway like you might not believe in stuff and that's all good but other people do and just to you know make people feel at ease at a point just just wear a mask it's all good the uh one other thought before we get on to the football games was you're talking about the delivery of groceries i don't think i could ever trust someone else to do that for me i took a banana and stuff like, like that. especially i was gonna say especially in the fruits and veggies aisle like if i'm getting fruits or vegetables I like to get it i am checking and picking the perfect apples yeah or the perfect avocados or the perfect peppers or whatever it is you're getting come back with some bright green avocados like, yeah okay. it's like it's yeah. these aren't gonna work Something yeah it's like what what am ready. i gonna sit with these on my counter for five days until they're ripe you jerk yeah. come on like i and you know that they just go up and grab they don't care they're just like, oh, they want five of these apples. Grab, 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 there, grab. There are some, Meanwhile, they're all bruised, and then you know, it's like, I don't want to eat that. There are some that are very thorough, and I and I appreciate that. You know, usually, you know, those people that have a lot of stars, you know, they're they're pretty. I've never pretty done good it. About That's why I'm, out, I don't you know, trust other people. Picking out certain fruits or, or vegetables and things like that. At least you would hope. Like if it's just teens trying to make money. Trust me, your stuff is going to be all screwed up. I mean, I don't know if this, if this is like a weird OCD thing that I do, but. If I'm buying something that's like in a can or a case and the case or can is slightly messed up, I'll buy the one behind it that isn't messed up. Like a, a soup can and like the bottom of the soup can's oh. crushed a little bit, I'll just go get a, a, yeah, a circular soup can. I do that with can. fruit. Like sometime I'll go get like a, they have the like packaged watermelons and, you know, uh, like oh, uh, pineapples pre, the and stuff like stuff? that. Yeah, so I'll go and I'll look at 
every one of those till I find the right one. Some people just grab, oh, yep, watermelons, grapes. Nah, I need to go. I need to see. That's a little different, though. Like, I think I'm I mean? the crazy one then because it's literally canned soup. It's not affected by the fact that it's crushed. Oh, but... I don't want anything that might have been touched by everybody and put back. <laughs> Sorry. Like, so I'm going to pick the 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 package of, of, of macaroni and stuff like that. I'll take the one right behind yeah like yeah. third back yeah it's okay so during your conversation i found a uh, reddit post of people doing online grocery shopping and having items substituted for like things that are close to what you want but not what you need at all like someone ordered chocolate chips but instead they got sugar-free chocolate chip cookies <laughs> come on man no right. that's what i'm trying to make and that's, and that's the worst just imagine somebody that's on, on a like a huge health kick super you know incredibly <laughs> vegan and stuff like that and you put all these things on your list that are like man i need chicken breast and i need you're getting uh, a pork loin and vegan they go get the organic chicken, chicken breast and the organic grapes and all the things that cost so much more than you actually needed so but yeah, man, it's I, I, it's hard for me to trust people to do that. But when you're in a situation where you don't have a choice, hey man, you just you roll the dice. I did experience this for the first time this weekend. Uh, my girlfriend and I ordered from Thirsty Lion Delivery yesterday, and they gave us an extra entree that we didn't pay for. Hell yeah! But it was tagged as her name, so it was like as part of our order. And I, I, we like pulled everything out, and we were like, "What is this mac and cheese with chicken?" We didn't order that. It's a blessing is what it and, is. And, and she was amazing. like, you know what it is? That's dinner for tomorrow. I was like, <laughs> all right. I was like, did you accidentally click on it? She goes, no, I checked. I didn't pay for that. I was like, okay. So I could imagine got, got some calling back food. like, hey, sorry about no, this. No, I didn't. I, didn't, I think I we have just... extra food. We can bring it back if you'd like. <laughs> I could so imagine if, if anybody were to do that, it would be. No way. I mean, yes, I, I maybe would have thought of it for a second. But yikes. I think it, you guys <laughs> might have made a mistake. Given the uh, well, I had the thought from the person who was supposed to receive that delivery and didn't get their mac and cheese with chicken, of like, man, they're probably really upset they didn't get their mac and cheese with chicken. Somebody's mad right now. Yes, uh, it wasn't me, and I was like, mm, I do like mac and cheese and fried chicken, so man. let's uh, there you go. <laughs> let's go I'll take it. How about this one? Someone uh, wanted to get mustard flavored pretzel bits, and they got it replaced with a can of sauerkraut instead. <laughs> Like why this this is going to be way better. I mean, unless they went shopping at a gas station, sauerkraut no, at a gas there's station. No, there's no oh, you know, there's always in the back. There's those dusty old. There's no uh, sauerkraut can of Vienna pro- sausage. Man, you know what? My, you know what, Lynch at your at in your neighborhood there might actually be s- some sauerkraut at your local gas station. I don't know, man. Like I, I've gone and gotten like a quick jar of gas pickles. station milk or something. Like they have the little like grocery section there. Yeah, of course, I've gone and gotten it a couple times. They do not have sauerkraut. They might. Oh, God. So, someone ordered vitamin D, and they got sent a box of condoms instead. <laughs> Why? Yep, I mean, this um, is the D you need. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is all the D you need right here. Do you think those people are just like, they're just trolling at that point? <laughs> I feel like that with like, the sauerkraut one, that is hmm, a big troll moment. You want a snack of pretzels, huh? How about sauerkraut? <laughs> That'll do. It's a little Weird Al reference for uh, that song Albuquerque he did. Um, okay, let's get into the show. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. We have six games to discuss on the show today, two uh, of which. Really, we have one. No, we got discuss. six games to discuss, Rashad. We will talk about Bill's Patriots. Don't you worry. I know you want to. We really don't have to. I know you want to. We'll get to that. We'll get to Bengals Raiders. Those happened yesterday. There are three games today, including Bucks Eagles, which begins in 45 minutes. We also have Cowboys Niners 
and Chiefs versus Steelers. And we have a Monday night game as well. So we'll get to as much of it as we can, but we will begin next with the games from yesterday. And we'll just go in order. We'll go with uh, Bengals Raiders first. Bengals with a last second stop to seal their first playoff win since 1991, right? 91. 91, was that the year? That's the year. I'll make sure I was correct on that. We'll get to that next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. Plan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 920 here on your Sunday morning. It is Super Wild Card Week, and we've got games to react to from yesterday, including Cincinnati. Huh? It's a great call, Joe. I don't know the song. Can make you a celebrity overnight. Yeah, th- some throwback Twista. Kanye West, you know. Yeah, I don't know Twista very well. It's, a guy, know, it's like, a guy I never really got you'd into. Like him. You'd like him because you know why? Because you're a Tech Nine guy. Yeah. Right? So you would like Twista. I, I, I figured. I, I mean, I've heard Twista do features on Tech Nine songs. I liked him. I just that was not a guy I ever really got into. <laughs> Is that him? That, that, that's Tech Nine for you. Oh, okay. That's I was the, like, that's the Tech Nine ad lib. Well, he does like. Everything in between every line, he has something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So the Bengals yesterday beat the Raiders in Cincy 26 to 19 for their first playoff victory since 1991. Now, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I can't root for the Raiders. That's just not allowed as a Broncos fan. But even if I was watching this as a neutral without any sort of, uh, you know, predetermined bias about that, I think I would have been pulling for the Bengals anyway. In this game, I I find them really fun as a team. 
I really like Joe Burrow. I really like both of his wide receivers and T Higgins and in Jamar chase and, and Joe Mixon's fine. And they got a, you know, up and coming defense or at least an improved defense. I just always kind of enjoyed watching them this year. So I was pulling for them because I want to see them advance in the playoffs and get a little bit more Joe Burrow and nothing against, you know, what the Raiders did this year, considering all the drama they had with Gruden getting fired and the rugs stuff. And then they had another first round pick the next week, also get kicked off the team to have your interim head coach come in and get you into the playoffs at 10 and seven and give, you know, have you in a really good spot to potentially tie the game and force overtime at the end of the game. It was a great year for the Raiders in a year. I wasn't expecting for them, but who's the better team? It's, it's the Bengals. So I'm glad they won just for that fact. So we can see them again next week. I mean, I was, I was really, I, I was really, really impressed with the way the Raiders came back. It would have been really easy for them to kind of lay down, uh, as it looks like they got down, you know, early in the game, and they they fought back, you know, with two minutes, two and a half minutes left in the game, it was a, it was a seven point game, and the Raiders had an opportunity to win, and the Bengals well, it was fourth you know, and goal at the yeah, what at fourth, the, the yeah. nine, and you know the Bengals came through on a, a Malcolm Butler type, you know, type finish with the with the big interception, you know, to to kind of close it out at that point, but. Um, you you you've got to hand it to the the job the Raiders did because you I don't think they were supposed to compete. I'm looking at all the teams in the playoffs right now, and we can clearly point out which team is probably the worst one of of the group. And it's probably the Raiders and probably the Patriots. You know, of, no. of, of all the teams. I mean, God no, the Steelers and the Eagles are the worst of the group. Uh, okay, well, I mean, I, we'll I guess, get to those games. I, definitely, but... the, uh, the, for sure, the Eagles. But when I'm looking at all these teams in the playoffs, like the Raiders they don't really look like they belong in in a lot of ways. You know, when they were doing the uh, the rankings uh, prior to the game starting, look at everybody on this Raiders squad, uh, with with exception of Max Crosby, and everybody is, you know, ranked 45th of 47 uh, offensive PFF uh, ranks, guards. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, man, damn. Like, I mean, how many of your guys are within the top 20 or within the top 30 of the league? And it didn't look like many of them were. And so... A lot of this season was just Rachel. How can I say Bisaccia? Bisaccia. I like it. That's fun to say. Bisaccia. <laughs> well, they're they're supposed to, they're supposedly going to keep him on. I guess they all love him there. So I, uh, I think they should. I mean, right now you, 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 you you've been able to to build something, and you mentioned the fact that they lost Gruden at the beginning of the year, or they let Gruden go uh, towards the beginning of the year, and they were able to fight through that. I mean, how many teams? Uh, would take that opportunity and kind of crumble because of it. And the Raiders were able to to come out and and play some good football, which I don't think a lot of people were really, really expecting from them, but he was able to do it. Derek Carr quietly has is the Raiders, like, number one everything, passing yards, touchdowns, all that stuff. Like you he's, know, really, he's, he's really this year opened it up because he was kind of like a check down guy for his first – how long has he been in the league for? Like five years at this point? Uh, seven years. Or wait, excuse me, eight years. Wait, he's drafted eight two, years already. He's drafted 2014. Oh my goodness! So gracious. yeah, um, man, that makes me feel old. The uh, so for the first like large percentage of his career, he was just Mister Checkdown. Yeah, he really didn't open it up that much. And this year, he's either the offense changed or he's gotten more confident. He throws the ball down the field now. He's pretty good. I mean, he's not. Not a top-tier quarterback, but I'd say he's good enough to get the Raiders in playoff position every year if they've got a decent roster around them. Yeah. For sure. I never used to think that. I used to think Derek Carr was pretty 
Kirk Cousins-y and like, yeah, if you make the playoffs, maybe it's lucky. But no, I kind of feel like he's pretty good. And if Gruden weren't such a, a D-bag, then you're looking at Derek Carr's numbers and going, oh, okay, it looks like you're going somewhere, especially, you know, th- that last year. and then Maybe this it was year. a good thing that Gruden's gone. I mean, yeah, it, maybe it was. But, I mean, and it sucks to say you, you think about how good they would still be, are they good, how good they would be if he were still their coach, you know. But he's not. He's gone, and they, they were still able to make things happen. But this game was 100% about uh, Joe Burrow and um, – and Jamar Chase. Like, it was about their connection. And at times, it almost feels like T. Higgins is, is the odd man out. And which is, which is, that's a, that's a great odd man out to have. It's somebody like T. Higgins, but he didn't have a great game yesterday, he, he but he's have, been he very good. You know, he didn't have a great game. But like you said, for most of the season, he has been uh, as dependable a wide receiver as you could ask for. But the connection between the college teammates, Jamar Chase and Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow, is. It's insane. Like I mean, Joe. I mean, Joe Burrow's throwing at, before Jamar Chase really makes his, you know, his break. You know, Joe Burrow, the ball is coming for him. Like he knows exactly where he's going to be. He had a couple of, um, a couple hitch routes and things yesterday. That was like, man, that's a beautiful throw and that's a great play. He just knew exactly where his guy was going to be, and that comes from years of playing together and years of practicing together and learning uh, each other's um, kind of cadence and things like that. So I mean. This game was it was about those those guys. I mean, as you as you look through the rest of the box score, you know, Joe Mixon had forty eight yards rushing. You know, Chris Evans had nine yards. Like there wasn't a lot of running. It was Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase that whole game, and that's what did it for Cincinnati. Well, it wasn't a lot of uh, it wasn't a lot of offense for the Bengals, to be honest with you. Like, it, it, none, nobody statistically stands out outside of Jamar Chase. It was just a really solid all-around game for Cincy. I think the one thing before we move on to the Bills and the Patriots next is the one thing that was the most frustrating about this game is that I thought this was a really good, close, well-played game that was made so much more difficult to watch because of the officials. Oh, my God. The refs were awful in this game. with fr- From the uh, not-out-of-bounds touchdown pass that Burrow threw that they blew the whistle on that they then said wasn't a whistle and they called it a touchdown – to the roughing the passer on the last drive by the uh, that the Raiders were doing, where the whoever the Bengals were, uh, defensive lineman was jumped up and like slightly nudged Derek Carr, and his shoulder touched his face mask, and it was a roughing the passer. That was a huge swing, even though it didn't wind up mattering. It was a huge swing in the game. It felt like there were like three or four moments where they gathered together and talked for five minutes about something, and I you know I I want them to get it right. But there's a certain level of clunkiness that in a playoff game, these are supposed to be your best crews with your best, you know, they had the best ratings or, or you know, however the, the situation is with the NFL picking these guys. I mean, that was an atrocity yesterday. It yeah. made it, it made the, the first half was really interesting. The second half until the end of the fourth quarter was really brutal because the refs, it was a ref show. They just took control of the game and it made, it, it made the product worse. And I'm sure the NFL can't be happy about that. No, yeah, it's it, and especially when the game is over, especially when you have a great game like Raiders Bengals was yesterday. The last thing you want to do is leave everybody talking about the officials. You know what? You want everybody talking about this great game with Derek Carr throwing fifty-four times and and Joe Burrow and the Bengals moving on and you know making his. That's that's what the storyline should be. Instead, today the storyline is fans are calling for the referee, the the head ref, to be fired. 
based on that, you know, atrocity of a game. Jerome Boger, right? I believe it. I thought it was Booger, but okay. <laughs> Is it Boger? It's Boger. Okay. Well, you know, now everybody's asking, or not everybody, but a lot of people, a lot of fans, not Raiders fans. It'd be different if this were a game that happened on, two, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and no one cared. But the fact is, this is a playoff game, and everybody was watching. And so when you make mistakes like that in front of the world that cost the team a, an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl potentially, yeah, people are going to be pretty pissed off about it. And so I don't. And what I don't want to do, and I, I'm hoping it doesn't come, don't tell me today that you, that you made a mistake. Don't do that. I can't stand – when the league office, football, basketball, whatever, baseball comes out and says the next I don't think day, they did. I, I think they came no, out and said. Don't. Yeah, they, they came out and defended it. They were like, no, that was an erroneous whistle. It was it was a touchdown. Yeah. At least yeah. on that specific play. Yeah, it's like, so even even then, it's like, yeah, I don't I don't want to hear that now. You know, if if you're the Raiders, like, do you want to hear that now? Or, or if you're, if you're any, like, I'm no, I'm good. Like, don't tell me this stuff today. If you're a fan, we saw, we saw it yesterday. We all saw it yesterday. Don't tell us now. That you saw that, oh, it was a mistake. No, thank you. Just stand on your mistake. It's all good. All right, let's get into your New England Patriots losing to the Bills, who I've, I've seen it argued may have just put on the best offensive performance in NFL history in that game against the Patriots yesterday. We'll get to that next. First, Joe has sports. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I do know this song. 9.36 a.m. on your Sunday morning. Game two of yesterday. Rashad's going to do everything in his power to not talk about this game. I do not want to talk about it. If we're not talking about somebody being amazing in that game, then there's not much to talk about to be real. The Bills... Beat the Patriots 47 to 17 details yesterday in what may be the greatest offensive performance we've ever seen from any team. And I, I realize that's kind of hyperbolic to say, but here, here's the facts of the game. The bills had the first ever perfect offensive game in NFL history. They didn't punt the ball. They didn't throw an interception. They didn't lose a fumble. They didn't kick a field goal. Every single drive until they knelt it at the end on the final drive was a touchdown. And to make it even crazier, they never got to fourth down. 
So. Up until they knelt on third down on the final drive, they converted every third down play, and they scored a touchdown on every single drive. It's the greatest offensive performance we've ever seen. And that's the craziest thing to say. It's like you hear that in sports all the time, greatest this, greatest that. That's the first time that's ever happened in the NFL. That's insanity. So? You know, like, <laughs> seriously, like, you're just saying a lot of things right now, Lynch. They didn't even no, score 50. I mean, seriously, I mean, I, did they do that? No. Did they, they scored 47. run the ball for 100 yards? Did they have a running back to do that? No, they didn't. So it wasn't a perfect game. I mean, they ran the ball for 174 I mean, yards. I mean, it, it was a it was a absolutely brilliant game by Josh Allen and the Bengals. Like, or, or excuse me, in the, uh, in the Bills. Um like they made so much about Josh Allen being the, the having the worst QBR of any quarterback in the league when they're playing in negative temperatures. So, <laughs> what does that mean? You know, he went out there, and I'm not going to wear sleeves. He definitely wore sleeves. If you were smart in that game, you were, oh, he was wearing you were wearing sleeves. You know, and I was looking. What was the wind chill like? Negative ten by the end of and the I'm game. I'm looking at the Patriots from the beginning of the game, and I'm like, oh, these dudes are freezing. Like, they, they look like they're standing there kind of bundled. I was like, oh, yeah, this this game is. You knew it from the beginning? Like from the, As soon as they started, I was like, yeah, these dudes look two steps slow. Not even a half step slow. Just like you're you're not getting there. Like, for whatever reason, the best defense in the league or what a lot of people lauded as one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, league. they were a top five defense. They were. They were a top five defense. And they got absolutely shredded. Every single part of that defense, the D-line, the linebackers, the DBs, everybody got burnt. Guys were open by five to seven feet most of the time. When, 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 when Josh Allen was throwing the ball, there was literally no one around the receivers to make plays. I, I was sitting there watching like, what is happening right now? I, didn't, I, I couldn't, for the life of me, understand how this defense that's so great was doing that. But then I looked at Josh Allen and... That he's had five touchdown games before this season. Yeah. So this isn't the first time he's done it. But to do it in the playoffs, to do it on to 25 do it passes, in, on 25 passes, to do it against that defensive guru on the other side of the field and Bill Belichick, yo, like you might have just had your I'm the best player in the league moment. I like there's there's a good chance that you can he can take that momentum with this team because Buffalo's Buffalo's tough. And now they just showed they can win in the elements. They can win. If they can win in the freezing cold, they can definitely win in Arrowhead. You know, like that's that's not like a a daunting challenge as far as physically because we just saw them tough it out, negative 10-degree wind chill. And if you don't know what that means, that means when the wind is blowing, that's it's negative 10 degrees. Pierce your skin, hurt your face type of wind. And well, he, and here's the thing about the Bills is they now get the Titans next week. And the Titans are the one seed, so they got the bye. But I do not have faith in Tennessee, especially without Derrick Henry, uh, to win a playoff game. So if the Bills play anywhere close to how they just played against Tennessee, I don't understand how that's going to be even a close game. Well, and we were saying this last week, Mike, like this Bills team throughout the season has either played games very close and lost those games or, or essentially done what Absolutely. they did yesterday yeah. and just dominated. Yeah, and all the games that they lost that were – usually they were close games, you know, that they end up losing. 
But when they win, it's not just that they're not eking, eking out wins. They're blowing teams out. And I think that's the part that's the most impressive about this Bills team is if they're not going, then they're probably – it's going to be a close game. Like if they don't have it all the way going. If they do have it all the way going, there's a good chance that you're going to get ran off the field. That's just that's just how good this team is. I'm trying. To, I'm kind of confused actually. So I'm looking at this bracket. Am I an idiot? Are they playing the Titans next week? The Bills is that already preset? Well, the Bills are what the, they're the three seed. Do they reseed it or is it just bracketed? It's number one seed pay, plays the lowest seed. Oh, is advances. that how it is? Yeah. Okay. So, so if, never mind. If the Chiefs win, then um, then they'll play the Bengals. It'll be Chiefs, Bills, Titans, Bengals. Are you sure? Yeah, if the Chiefs win, then the Titans will play the Bengals, correct? Because the Bengals are the four seed. Okay. Yeah, so the only way – I mean, I don't think the Bills can play the Titans next week. Okay. Under Yeah, because they are the three seed. The bracket the, – the picture I found was confusing because it was right next to them. It was like Titans one seed, and then it was right next to that game. So I thought the winner just kind of fed into that game. But I'll double-check that in the break here just to make sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, best offensive performance we've ever seen. I'm, I'm floored that the Patriots got beat the way that they did. I'm floored it's, that it's embarrassing. Like it the, was as, as a Patriots fan, that was embarrassing. I mean, that defense has been good all year. Belichick is amazing at at game planning against quarterbacks. But I guess, you know, I guess if you see him three times in a year, you kind of understand some of the things he's trying to do against you. They were really balanced in their offense. Stephon Diggs, their best receiver, caught three passes. That was it. I mean, they had like eight guys catch passes yesterday. It was just really balanced. Didn't throw the ball a ton. Like I said, twenty five passes total. For the Bills, and he threw for five touchdowns. Josh Allen did so. Yeah, you got absolutely give, remarkable. You got to give Sean McDermott some credit, you know, because and Brian Dayball some credit. The guy he's absolutely. getting interviews for head coaching jobs now, and, and he should. He just showed out, and he should. But you know, they they made sure that Diggs didn't beat them, and I think that's what they were looking at as the Patriots is saying: number nineteen can't be the one that beats us, and he wasn't. It was number one through everything else that ended up beating you uh, if you were the Patriots. So. Again, uh, you got to tip your hat to the job Sean McDermott has done this season and last season, and the Bills are no longer those Bills that you know that we used to talk about. How about that? The Bills and Bengals matter, you know, like those teams that that are have been doormats forever. Yeah, matter all of a sudden. It's that is that is a nice little side thing of this is in so many sports you see the same teams at the top and not many you know, teams who were bottom feeders ever kind of break through. It's cool to see two teams who were bottom feeders for so long and it, break through and win a play, not just make the playoffs, but yeah. win a playoff game. And, and, and the and Bills it, have already been winning playoff games, but you know what I mean. And it'd be different if this, if this were like a, this were a one-off thing, because we see that all the time. We see bad team. Remember that year Jacksonville went to the AFC championship and then they went right back to the toilet the next year? You know, like when you, sometimes we'll see a, a team that's bad, just, oh, they have a great year, everybody gets behind them. And they go back to being bad. But for the past couple of years, like last year for Cincinnati, they didn't have a great record. But you saw that this team could be pretty good. And then they got Joe Burrow back for the season. Like, okay, this team is great. You saw the Bills have that slow climb. And you weren't a Josh Allen guy. And you had uh, the not Bills. Originally, I no. Honestly, I don't think any of us were. And we just saw them make that slow climb. And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, the Bills are the best team in the AFC. And I don't think there's a... No, there is no debate about that at this point. Even with Bill Belichick still being there, the Bills are the best team in the AFC at this point. And I did just look it up. Joe was right. Yeah, it's the lowest seed is going to play. So uh, the Bills are not playing 
the uh, Titans next week. But uh, the Bills could still host a playoff game, actually, <laughs> based on what, what goes on elsewhere. Well, nobody wants to play in Buffalo if that's going to be the weather. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's move on. We got games to preview as well. And since we've got three of them, we're kind of just going to do it in order. We're going to do uh, Bucks Eagles next because that's starting in 15 minutes. And then we'll get to the other ones. We got Hater Love it coming up at 10:30, and then we will wrap up our show. So text us 503-250-1080, and uh, we'll get to the rest of the playoffs coming up next. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine forty-nine here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe, with you here on Football Sunday. Reacted to the games from yesterday. Now we've got to move on to the games that are going on today. There are three of them. There's also a game tomorrow. As well, six total games on this super wild card week. It's been a great weekend of, of I, football. I, I kind of hate that they called it that, but the super wild card yeah, week. I mean, did they sit down in a room for thirty minutes and come up with that, or was that like an eight-week process of I calling it just, super wild card? I week? think they throw darts at a board and a bunch of <laughs> bunch just, of words, you know, <laughs> and says, "Let's just pick one that that works." All right, mega. <laughs> I guarantee the words are up there. We're like mega extravagant. You know, like, you know, all these things are going to super, whole bunch of, yeah, super and they big. Said, you know what? It's the Super Bowl. Why don't we call it? And someone said, you know what, James, you're promoted. <laughs> Great job coming up with Super Wild Card Week. Great job. Uh, but we do have a game starting here in like 10 minutes, and that is Bills versus Eagle or sorry, Bucks versus Eagles, not Bills. We've already talked about them in Tampa. Tampa now a seven point favorite. I saw that Leonard Fournette is out for them, as is Ronald Jones. So they do not have either of their top two running backs available. I don't know if it's going to matter. Giovanni Bernard's playing. Giovanni Bernard is playing. <laughs> yes. Yes, he Gio's is. going to have 150 yards today. Watch. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say, does it matter? Because if you have Tom Brady and these receivers, although Chris Goblin is out for the year, um, you can probably just throw the ball a lot, right? Yeah. Not really worry about running it too much. No, I, I can definitely see, you know, where Geo's great is catching the ball out of the backfield. That's kind of, you know, that's why he was a, for years, he was a fantasy monster because you knew he was going to get well, you. Well, monster. I mean, he, okay. He, he was, was a, a solid fantasy player. That's, oh, he was a, he was a monster for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? We can't forget how good he was when he was in uh, Cincinnati, but he was, man, making lots of things happen so would it shock me if you know he had you know 40 receiving yards today not really not really he's one of those well, i mean he's yeah. one of those he's always been one of those sneaky sneaky good running backs nobody you're gonna game plan for but then all of a sudden you look up and how the hell did he get 60 yards when did that come from where did that come from? That's the type of guy Gio bernard is. that's how that is how he's been for most of his career how are you feeling about this game i mean i feel like I don't believe in the Eagles at all. Uh, no. I, I kind of feel like they don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but yet here they are. And, I mean, yes, they're the seventh seed, so they're the new, the newly invited team to the playoffs in the last couple of years. But I, Tampa's way better than Philly. And Philly's played better at the end of the year. They've run the ball really well, and Miles Sanders is going to play for them today, which is good. But I don't you – know, rookie head coach going up against Arians, going up against Tom Brady – 
I mean, Jalen Hurts has been good statistically this year, but I don't feel like he's a necessarily a playoff winning quarterback, at least not yet. So I, I don't know. I kind of just I'm really envisioning this first game to be a blowout, like a eight seventeen twenty one point victory for the Bucks. Uh, this was going to be my blowout of the playoffs, and then the Patriots said, "Nah, we got something for you." So I'm I'm still looking at this to be the maybe the second biggest blowout that we see in the playoffs, just because you're right. Um, the Eagles did play well towards the end of the season, not getting 51 put on them by Dallas. Well, oh, but, that was a dead. That yeah, was a dud. You know, but or a uh, great game if you're Joe. Oh yeah, if you're Joe, you love that game. Uh, but they the la- the four games they won prior to the Dallas game were two of them were against the Giant or the um, Washington. One of them against the Giants. One of them against the Jets. Th- three really or three really bad teams in between there. So uh, you would hope they would win, but. I just don't see them being able to keep up with everything that the Buccaneers have to throw at them, you know, and even without uh, some uh, star receivers like Antonio Brown and uh, Chris Godwin, like I, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't see the Eagles just being able to compete. Yeah. I mean, with this team, like, and mind you, that's not to say that the Buccaneers are even the best team in the playoffs at this point, but no, they've had so many injuries. No. And I think that's what it is. Injuries and, and you know whatever you want to call Antonio Brown mental health selfishness whatever you want to call it I'm not sure we don't know everything yet but uh, either way this team isn't the team that came into the season that had all those starters you know they, they returned every single starter on the team to run it back and they can still do it but you know I, I think this will be a pretty easy warm-up game for them uh, moving into the rest he, of the playoffs here are the good teams that the Eagles played this year Good is, you know, a loose term, but here are the good teams that they played. 49ers, they lost. Cowboys, they lost twice and gave up 41 and 51 points to them. Chiefs, they lost, gave up 42 points. Already lost to Tampa, 28-22. Close game, though. Uh, Raiders, if you want to consider them good, they did make the playoffs. They lost to the Raiders. Uh, they lost to the Chargers. And, you know, Saints almost made the playoffs, so I'll give them that as a win, 40-29. to and beyond that, that's it. Every other team they played was a not even close to the playoffs team. So except for the Saints, and that's a pretty borderline one I'm giving them, every good team they've played this year, loss. Every really good team they played this year that has a good offense, I guess except for the Bucks in that one game, giving up 40-plus points. So, yes, Tampa played them close in that game, 28-22. They still got the win. They give up points like nobody's business against good offenses. Yes, Tampa's without their running backs as well as without Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. I think that is going to have an effect on the game, but I just don't see this defense stopping a playoff-led or a a Tom Brady-led playoff team. I I don't see him coming close to stopping them. And, you know, I'm kind of – I'm envisioning this being like a a, a 38-17 to win. This is one of those hate-it-or-love-it situations where you go first and I'm just like – yeah, everything Lynch said was right <laughs> because uh, as the Eagles, even as they run on the field today, that's not even a confident, you know, trot that they're doing. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's, it's hot it's, down it's, here. Guys, it's have Tampa. Already, guys have already made their their vacation plans. Where are you about to go next week? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go. You know, me and my wife going here. They'd already had the trip plan, got the nanny and everything, but. Yeah, I just, I just, I would love to be uh, surprised by the Eagles. You know, I, th- we were just saying during the commercials, like, how, how funny would it be if the the Patriots and the Buccaneers 
go down in week one of the playoffs. Like, yeah, both Belichick and Brady yeah, go like, down. I mean, I mean, how 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 much would that suck? I mean, for me, it would make me feel a, a, a little bit better because I'm not rooting against Tom, but Tom could potentially win Super Bowl number eight, and that's just ridiculous when you even think about the fact that. <laughs> championship number eight is a, is a, is a possibility for <laughs> yep. somebody that's nuts yeah i mean I, i'm hopeful just for watching the games today that this one as well as the late game with the steelers and the chiefs which we'll get to next hour are competitive because there's not much worse when you get super hyped for a playoff weekend to have multiple games just be annihilations Duds. i mean it's like i you know i i turned off bill's patriots in the second half yesterday i was like i I know what's happening. I was done watching the first quarter. You, just, Game's you over. turned it off? Game's over. When it was 20 see, zip? Yeah, I don't need to see anything else. I think I know where this is going. And unless they have some type of miraculous Super Bowl comeback type thing, then, yeah, I don't need to see this anymore. Yeah, it was. I, I, I watched it to halftime. I watched a little bit of the, for the third quarter, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> the, Bill, the Bills are just going to keep scoring. It doesn't matter. I, I would like to be able to actually have three games today, which, which are really exciting to the end. That would be really, really nice. So, Hopefully the Eagles prove me wrong, prove us wrong. But uh, we're pulling for you, Eagles. I, I, I don't think it's going to. Everybody happen. would joke, quite possibly. I don't think it's going to happen. All right, let's get to hour number two. We will begin with Joe Fish's Dallas Cowboys against the San Francisco Niners. The most picked upset of the week is Niners over Cowboys, and we'll get to that next. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. Hey, it's this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 